Welcome to Made for More podcast, where faith and personal growth converge. I'm Julia, and I'm honored to guide you on a journey of empowerment and transformation alongside our occasional co-host, Omar. We are passionate believers and advocates for unlocking your God-given full potential. Join us as we explore the intersection of faith, life, business, and relationships, igniting a fire within to embrace the truth that your life is destined for greatness. Together, we'll uncover strategies, insights, and stories that inspire and equip you to become the best version of yourself. Get ready to embark on a fulfilling quest towards personal and professional fulfillment, guided by faith and the unwavering belief that you, my friend, are made for more. Hello, everybody. We are back to another episode or with another episode of Julia Keeps It Real. And I have with me Megan Desart, who is literally, Megan, I didn't know you, you know, five years ago. I just recently kind of got connected with you, but I've been able to hear about your track history and you are like a network marketer powerhouse. (laughs) I'm so excited to have you here. Um, And we're going to get into it. But one thing I love about Megan is her positivity and her like resiliency. Even when things are difficult, you like, that ain't gonna hold me back. And so I'm excited to have you here today, Megan. If you will say hi and tell us a little bit about yourself. Hello. Well, thank you so much for having me on. I'm honored and grateful to be on here. You are amazing. You're such an inspiration. And I just, I love everything that you do. So a little bit about me. I'm a mom. I live in a small little beach town in Oregon. I have three kids. One is already grown out of the house. And then I have two, I have a 15 year old and an eight year old. Um, and I've been in network marketing for seven and a half years, but I previous to that was a psychiatrist. Basically I did psychiatric evaluation. I have a master's degree in psychology um, and worked my way up kind of the government corporate ladder doing that. I was the mom who missed everything. My boys did never see me. I literally was like leaving my house at like six in the morning. They got themselves ready for school. I got home at like seven at night, you know, to do like the bath, the homework, the bed. And I just, I was always working, you know, I was always like trying to go up the corporate ladder. And I sold my life basically for time, you know, like I didn't have any time. I was making great money, but I literally had no life. (laughs) And I got pregnant with my third and final baby. My only little girl found out I was having a girl and I was sitting on maternity leave. And it literally, I felt like I got a gut punch. (laughs) It was like, okay, you're going to go back to work for maternity leave to your 14, 16 hour days at the government daycare is going to raise her. You're going to miss, you know, her first crawl, her first walk, all of that. Yeah. And I call it like my moment of waking up to what really matters. Mm. I'm like, what does it matter if I'm like making great money, but my kids never see me. I'm not present in their life. And I looked at my husband. I'm like, there's gotta be like something else I can do. Like, do people make money from home? And he laughed <laughs> at me. He was like, uh, <laughs> if you can find something that's going to because I was making six figures in my career. He's like, if you can find something that's going to match your income now from home, more power to you, sister. And he was literally like laughing about it. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And had no idea that there was this thing called network marketing. Like I was oblivious to it. I was taught you go to school, you go to college, you get a good job and you work there until you die basically. And Yeah. yeah. And so 
I was doing a beach body program, this at-home fitness program called Insanity, right? Um, because I was trying to lose the baby weight, had no clue it was a network marketing company. I just purchased, purchased it online. And so I'm doing the program and I started posting about my workouts just as for my own accountability. Yeah. It was had nothing to do with anyone else rather than just posting my workouts to basically show up for myself. Yeah. And someone reached out to me and was like, Hey, we have this group. We're all doing this program together. You want to be in this group with us? And I'm like, that sounds great. I could use some extra accountability. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. So I get in this group and there's all these people doing the workout and we're all having fun. And I was like, this is great. This is awesome. Right. Making relationships in there. And then like a week and a half later, the same girl that asked me to be in the group reaches out to me and she's like, Hey, did you know you can actually like make money doing what you're already doing? And I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, yeah. And I was like, I like call it a God moment. Cause like, I swear God whispered in my ear that day and said, this is it. Yeah. And I was like, sign me up. Like, it was like, I had this feeling of like, okay, this, this is truly it. I think this, I think this is something. Yeah. So I didn't do any research. I didn't like spend weeks figuring out what network marketing was. I literally was like, sign me up today. And I signed up and I get into this other community, right? Their team and all welcomed in the team. And I see all these moms just like me crushing it. Like, you know, making six and seven figures, traveling with their kids. They're not, they're working from home. And I was like, what is this? Like my mind was blown. And I'm like, okay, if they can do this, I can do this. I mean, I have overcome a meth addiction in my past. I used to be a homeless meth addict, a domestic violence survivor. Like I have gone through shit. Right. And I've overcome it and was able to like still create a life of success. And so I thought to myself in that moment, if they can do this, I can do this. And so I literally dove in, I dove in, I knew nothing about it. I was Pamela Anderson. I was not good. I was not an overnight success, but I, worked my tail off and I dove into like figuring out what network marketing was listening to podcasts started personal development very coachable very hungry whatever they told me to do I did it and I was you know had to go back to my job from maternity leave and was working again 14 hour days and so I'd get up at 4 a.m to work my business a little bit in the morning then instead of going out to lunch with my coworkers, I packed my lunch worked my business on my lunch after I got home, put my kids to bed, work my business until like 11 midnight sometimes to wake up and do it all over again. And I remember in that first, I mean, it took me almost two years to like bring myself home. And I remember in those, those couple of years, like coming home, just like crying to my husband, I don't know how much longer I can do both of this and um, because I was literally pouring everything I had into it. Like I stopped, yeah. we had season tickets to the Seahawks, stopped going to games because my weekends were like my time to really work my business. Um, and I figured it out <laughs> after, yeah, almost two years I was able, I wasn't, I didn't match my income completely, yeah. but I made enough that was going to pay our bills that could bring me home. So I could just focus on this. Right. Um, and the rest is kind of history. Wow. Uh, you know, I've been able to build a multiple six figure from home. My daughter has gotten more time with me than my boys ever did. Um, so yeah. <laughs> okay, man. Like I love, I love your story. And you know, I've been fortunate to hear it a couple of times. So I'm glad that you're able to even, you know, talk about your other dark side with the meth addiction and the abuse and just you you basically you said a couple of things. You said, if she can do it, I can do it. So basically, 
you were wondering for a moment, am I good enough for this? Am I worthy for this? Do, can I make that happen? And then you're like, wait a minute, I've done it before. I've overcome things before. I've beat my, the odds before, so I can do it again. And I think whenever, you know, you mentioned your psychology background, but even with people's mindset, a lot of people I'm coaching, I, and a lot of people that are like, I'm consistent as hell. I do this and I do that. And, and I just feel like it, I don't know, they're just being held by some type of like trap of not being able to see you can beat the odds. You've done it before in other parts of your life, or you have enough grit and hunger. And that's something else that you mentioned was you were coachable and hungry. And I think a lot of people think they're coachable, but then they're like, no, I did that. Well, did you, are you sure? Like maybe you did it, but you didn't do it this way. Or maybe it was your wording a little bit or like, you know, and I think that the more you can stay hungry and coachable, it like, that's the game changer. And then the other thing that you mentioned that I wanted to highlight was you said um, you were waking up to what really matters. And that goes back to a lot of times. I think people know, like you knew, you knew you wanted to stay at home and have some kind of experience or, you know, like, okay, I'm not to work hard in my business if I really want to make this happen. But it's not until that like switch happens. I feel like, like until you just have that wake up moment or that God punch or like, and so I don't know. I just, uh, so many things you said that I was like, man, I hope people are like catching catching these little nuggets here and there, even in your stories. So that was beautiful. Um, kind of just, I mean, for the people that are just like, how does she do it though? Like, okay, you made it to the top of one company and you didn't go into the specifics of this, but I just know, you know, Megan was one of my former um, recent uplines in a company. So I know her story a little bit, but you mentioned, you know, the, with Beachbody and then you're like, okay, next company, this isn't a line. I'm going here. And then that eh, not really feeling alignment here. So I'm going to have to lose my whole pretty stable six-figure business to, and I think people forget how big of a deal this is when leaders move, to go with a team of zero, to have customers of zero. And you do that and you've done it before. I saw you do it with, you know, another company and now you're doing it again. And I don't know how, but Megan always ends up on the top of not just like the USA board, Europe, top in the, in all nations, <laughs> your top recruiter, top seller. So I think people are going to be wondering, like, if I could get in the side of Megan's head and see how does she do that? How does she continue to get from one space and ground zero all the way back to the top? What, what, what would you say contributes to that? So a lot of inner work. <laughs> if you want to change your life, you got to change the inner game and you have to basically raise your standards, right? A lot of people have goals, wishes, desires, but they never follow through on that. It's not until they really kind of change their identity of who they believe they are. People are always consistent with who they believe they are. Mm. So if someone thinks I'm not worthy, they're going to live consistently to up to I'm not worthy, right? And have a really hard time be, being able to create a level of success. So I've had to do a lot of inner work and really, because I came from, like I said, a meth background, domestic violence, abuse, that kind of stuff. And I had a lot of I'm not worthy running through my head, running through my subconscious. So it was really working on that inner game every single day. Like I invest a lot of time on personal development, a lot of money on personal development, I've hired coaches, hired mentors, like getting around people, proximity is power, getting around people who have lived the life that you want to live, who've created the level of success that you want to create and say, Hey, how did you get to where you're at? What can I do to, you know, change my life and then actually do the work, like the work of it. Um, and 
gratitude, like going back to gratitude, gratitude is something that once I truly grasped being grateful for the little things, instead of complaining about the little things, like life starts to change. And once you create a level of success, it doesn't matter if it's ripped away from you. You're, you can do it again. You have the tools. You have the tools in your toolkit, right? And we all have a glass ceiling. We all have a ceiling that we were able to achieve, you know? And it's not until you can figure out what's holding you back because it's all your mindset. It's all your mindset. Something is going on in your mind. You've hit a ceiling somewhere in your mind that you need to crack open that paradigm shift within yourself to then get to the next level. So I'm constantly looking at where my glass ceiling is. I'm constantly analyzing backwards. What's working? What's not working? How can I improve 1% better tomorrow, right? I'm always, it's always me versus me game. I'm always looking at where I can level up, where I can improve, what I need to work on within myself because truly that's, I mean, that's, that's the golden ticket. Like there is, you can talk strategy and um, skills and all of that all day long to someone, but until they actually start working on their mindset, the skills and the strategy aren't going to do much, you know? Yeah. Oh, I was like not writing fast enough. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's a good point. Oh, that's a good point. Um, I love the inner work part. And you're saying like working on yourself, changing your life changes your inner, the inner game. And that ties into the glass ceiling thing you were just mentioning. And I know I struggle with that too. Like I always would make top things, top whatever, but I was never like be the top, top. And I'm like, okay. Or income, like, okay, um, this income, I, some people dream, would dream of having a 1k, 2k volume as far as commission, but like, I'm ready to break to 10k a month, you know? And so I love the fact that you're saying, analyze that, assess that, figure out what your glass ceiling is, where where do you get stuck? So that way you can actually break through that. And that's um, so important. I also love that you mentioned, um, and I know this because we talked about it at the retreat in Florida, um, you mentioned hiring coaches and kind of, and I think people think backwards, like I can't invest more in my business. I'm trying to make money. So why would I spend money? But it's like, when you go in and you're like, I'm going to drop a hundred, I'm going to drop a thousand. It forces you to level up. It puts you in a whole new playing field. And you told me that once you started investing more into your coaches and into those experiences, learning more, getting exposed to things you weren't exposed to, also being in circles with people that were those top earners, top recruiters. And you're like, okay, I'm in the same seat as you. We're on the same calls. We're on the same Zooms. It makes you feel like you are being that leader. And it wasn't, I wanted to do all the free things, like all the free, like, give me all the free, but it's not until you do that investment of yourself like you were talking about that um, I feel like makes that breakthrough if, when it comes to that ceiling. And like you mentioned, proximity is power. I, I told a girl just recently, I was like, does your highest like upline know that you want this as bad as you want this, like that you're hungry for it? Because I felt like in business, if any of my girls would come to me and say, hey, the next time you need some people to do some training, count, like check yeah. with me. The next time you want to like host something, organize something, come to me. And, you know, I feel like I did that with you, Megan. I was like, Hey, I'm over here. Like, if you need me, like, because when you start to put yourself in those positions and rooms with the other leaders, you start to level up yourself and you start to see yourself that way. And I just think that's so important. Whenever you mentioned proximity is power. I think so many women that are at that middle level, they are like too scared to go reach their higher upline who wants to work with the people that are running, but yeah. it's hard to find. Right. Totally. <laughs> so I'm just like, I don't know. I just felt like somebody needs to hear that. So somebody listening will be like, you know what? Today's the day I'm going to go message my upline 
and let them know I'm here for it. So I love that part. And then the last thing I'll say before I ask you the next thing is um, you mentioned consistency or you're consistent with who they believe people are consistent with who they believe they are. That was like a gold nugget for me. Um, I think I'm going to have to marinate on that myself a little bit more because I was like, wow, it's so true. It's, it goes back to who you think you are. You, that's what you are. So I love that. And you literally will show up. You will literally make a list of musts that will line up with who you think you are. So for example, someone wants to quit smoking and they're like, man, I'd really like to quit smoking, but you know, I'm a smoker. I've always been a smoker. Guess what? They're going to go back to smoking because they believe I'm a smoker. I've always been a smoker. It's not until they change that in their mind and their identity. Uh, you know, just like an athlete, if you ask an athlete, do you work out? Obviously the answer is yes. Right. They have a list of musts that they must do and rituals they must do every day. That's going to line up with the identity that they believe they truly are. So an athlete will always find a way to, to be an athlete. A smoker will always find a way to be a smoker. If they feel I'm just a smoker, someone that's overweight that says, man, I've always been overweight. I'm big boned. My family's overweight. They're always going to find their way back there, no matter what they try to do. And it's not until they change that inner game, change that inner identity and kind of start raising their standards of what they must do instead of what I should do. We all have a list of shoulds. I should go to work early. I should make make more sales calls. Those are never going to get done. But if they go from a should to a must, we'll do it at time. Wow. Oh, so many nuggets. And that goes back to how you're able to do it. Your identity, you, for you, yourself, you, you're like, I'm the leader. I'm showing up as a leader. These are my must do. So every time, no matter if you have to do a company change, you have to start back from scratch. You're going to end up back to where you are because you've identified yourself as that. That's exactly brilliant. I love it. Okay. So, I mean, what do you do now? I know, you know, I know your health and wellness, but kind of talk to us about why you're, and you look fabulous by the way, uh, but you always have looked fabulous, but I can tell like, you're like, you got your mojo back. Like you got on your shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, tell us kind of, you know, what you're, what you're doing, why you align with the company you're aligned with, and we can kind of get to know a little bit about your business. Yeah. So I'm with a company called Trinant. I absolutely love it. I've been here two months now, which is crazy. It doesn't seem like it's really been that long. It's flown by. Um, but we have, you know, whole food, plant-based nutrition. We have great products. We have like a, a nootropic coffee that I really love that helps with like fat burning, mood support, uh, mental clarity. We have a great liquid collagen. I'm also equally obsessed with, I'm obsessed with all our products, but I'm really about the coffee and the collagen, coffee and collagen. They're my jam. Um, we have a great protein meal replacement shake and all of our products are like gluten-free. They're not filled with toxins. I'm huge on non-toxic living. I become really passionate about that the last couple of years. I don't clean with toxins. I don't, you know, no sucralose, no fillers, no synthetics, none of that. I don't want that in my body or my, my family's body or my client's bodies. So really clean living, um, really clean products, health and wellness. They align perfectly with kind of my health and fitness background. Um, we have a CBD, um, we just have great products. We have a great gut health supplement. So yeah. 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 And from what I hear too, from what the word in the street is, is that you have a good compensation plan too. So <laughs> business side, I've heard that it's awesome as well. So that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so, um, we're going to put all that information, like your, your link in the show notes and how you can follow Megan, because I, like, if you need that dose of positivity in your life, you need that reminder about gratitude. It's almost like you would think it's fake, but I know her, like I've been with her. It's not fake. It's a real life. But I, people ask me sometimes, like, are you really always like this happy? No, not always, but 
I have to practice that. I have to practice my gratitude. I have to practice my mindset. Um, and so I think that it's great to have other people in your network that are doing that with you to kind of keep you in check. So um, before we go, though, I would love, love, love. I know you've already show, or like shared some good nuggets, but would love for you to share either one life tip, business tip, just something that either you like you've held on to from somebody else or you believe um, whatever floats your boat. But let us know what's something that you would your tip would be. Yeah, my tip would be your trauma or anything that you look at as a dis- even a disability. Like I had someone with autism. And I'm like, that's your superpower. If, if you have a disability, if you have trauma, knowing and channeling that that is actually your superpower. Your story is your superpower. Your trauma is your superpower. Because if you can rewrite that, if you can turn that into a testimony, now you using that as your superpower to, to help the person that you used to be and pull them up, but to show people and inspire people like, Hey, if I can do it, you can do it. If I've been here and now I'm here, anyone can do it. Right. So just helping people see that your trauma is not something that's holding you back from achieving what you truly want. It's actually your superpower. Yeah. I love that. And I've been able to see you do that in action. So I know you're not just saying that you truly believe it because you, you did that. You turned your traumas into your power. Um, and I, I like, think that's so cool that you've done that. And, you know, whenever in Florida, I was like, I don't have as many deep traumas, but, um, I do even think that like simple, it doesn't be trauma, trauma. It could be as simple as, okay, I'm a, I have five kids and I don't have time. Well, having five kids is your superpower mama, you know, or like I work full time and I'm trying to do my, my network marketing business. That's your superpower that you can do both. So, I am all for that. Thank you so much, Megan, for your time and for sharing all your, your money. Yeah, I appreciate you. And keep killing it. I know you will, but keep killing it. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon.